Oh yeah. Well, friends, it is time for another episode of our wonderful podcast here that has still not been renamed, but perhaps one day. And, and you might have noticed this is episode 50. Theoretically, this is a big round number, but we are not uh, we're not slaves to the round numbers here. We don't especially care. Perhaps also we didn't know it was episode 50 until after we had recorded the guest segment. Is that possible? Is that conceivable? I don't know. But either way, we don't. it doesn't matter. First off, it's episode 50, but I'm not sure that that counts all of them. And also, I know Pat Polk was running this show for a while, and I think there were half episodes. So I'm there's a number of episodes have happened. Whether this one is 50 or not, who cares? It is largely irrelevant. What is relevant is uh, a first-time guest for the first time in a long time. I think you should be very excited. She specifically asked to be on the podcast. You know, my hands were tied. You know, it's always nice to meet a fan, and when someone is so, you know, direct and adamant about how much they appreciate your work and, you know, respect, I would say me as a person more than anything, you really have to placate them. And so I was happy to do that here. I I think it really is probably a big deal for her. Um, Like for me, like I do podcasts all the time. I don't even think anything of it anymore. But I I, I do think she had a good time, and that's the main thing. I'm kidding, of course. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, we've got Margaret Rogers on the show today, and I hope you enjoy the conversation. Margaret, how are you doing today? Hi, John. I'm doing well. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. Uh, I'm very well uh, as well. Last week, I I don't know if you listened. I'm certain you didn't. I (laughs) took a long time. I made a lot of mistakes getting into our opening segment. It is is an error I I will not repeat. So we're going to jump right into it. Margaret, eat anything good lately? I just had the best dinner and I made it myself. That, that sounds incredible. Let's hear about it. Um, it was wild rice and red peppers and yellow peppers and carrots. And I chopped those up and I steamed them, but just a little bit. So they were still crunchy. And then I put it on the wild rice. And then I poured a bunch of um, vinaigrette on it. And then I put feta on it. Oh, and sunflower seeds. That sounds truly amazing. I will say a little bit getting like not to spoil anything, you know, but you know, for people like who listen to the podcast more than once, Uh just the very mention of vinaigrette, you know, sharp eyed listeners uh, already (laughs) excited. But yeah, Yeah. this this sounds really good. Is this like a recipe of your own creation? No, I was in St. Paul last week, as you know. And I went to Cafe Latte because it's by my dad's house. And I got something like similar to that and it seemed extremely easy to make and good so i tried to make it tonight and it was extremely easy to make and good i feel like that is the best kind of cooking when you just like literally eat something somewhere and you're like two thoughts one this is good and two fuck i can make this and you're just like i'll just try to do this like i'll put these foods together and i'll probably enjoy it that that sounds wonderful yeah because after i ate it i was like because we've been eating out a lot and eating like um, traditionally, I guess, Midwestern foods. After I ate it, I was like, I feel great. Like, <laughs> this is way better than eating like 
so much cheese. <laughs> so much cheese would be a good description of my Minnesota yeah. food travel. I actually, in my notes here, the next thing I wanted to say was, how was your Minnesota trip? Oh, it was good. It was, um, I have a baby now. I have a five-month-old baby. And so it was like a big introduce everyone to the baby trip. So I wouldn't say it was relaxing. <laughs> um, but it was really nice. Because you are originally from here, right? Yeah, I grew up in St. Paul. So did you, how many people would you say met the baby for the first time on this trip? Ooh, um, at least 20. Oh, wow. So I don't know if I know 20 people I would introduce to any baby, let alone mine. Yeah, well, I have like a really big family, um, so it just knocks a lot out. So that, that's got to be nice that they're at least centrally located enough that you can say, here's what's up. I'm in a, yeah. I'm in the middle of Minnesota. If you want to meet this baby, it's time to come meet this baby. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Like we had a um, like a barbecue in my dad's that's not, backyard, yeah. and then whoever wanted to come. If you don't come meet this baby now, you might not meet this baby. Yeah. How or how soon can you fly with a baby? How does that work? I think you can fly with a baby. It's like not recommended until they get their vaccinations, and that happens at eight weeks. Eight weeks. Oh, is that that's. See, um, I don't know like anything. That come a little later, okay. but I this was the first time I flew with her, so sure. And I don't how'd that go? It went great, but I still <laughs> don't recommend it. It was like mm -hmm. a lot of work. She just slept, which was awesome. I would assume that's like the best possible outcome, besides like the baby somehow makes money for you or something. Yeah, and on the way, well, it kind of was. She didn't make any money, but there was another baby on the way back, and that baby mm -hmm. cried the whole time. And then oh. when we were like deplaning or whatever that, I don't know what you call it. That's a very fancy term for that. Yes. Behind us, pointed to my baby and they were like, that baby was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you other fucking baby. Look at this baby. Maybe you learned <laughs> I something. Like, I was like, it's all I wanted. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is a baby rivalry. And yes, my baby is winning it. Yeah, it was great. That sounds really good. My next note, I just want to ask Minnesota generally, I heard you like the state. Uh, is there anything in particular, like when you were back that you wanted to do or that you're sad you didn't get to do or anything like that? Ooh, well, hmm. I mean, I'm not like, <laughs> I don't have a ton of friends there anymore. So I don't like often go. I guess I didn't go to some of my favorite places to go out. Um, but I also have a baby. So that's part of that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not trying to sneak your baby into the club. I get it. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean the turf club, but <laughs> not like the club club, but no, like it's kind of lame, but I was pretty upset. The high bridge was closed because that's normally like the bridge I take to go to my grandma's house. And it's just like a really <laughs> nice view coming into St. Paul. Sure. So I was like annoyed that I couldn't drive on a bridge. <laughs> bridge culture is a big deal here. We have a lot of water around. Yeah. Just realized it's going to be such a boring. <laughs> I'm coming off really boring. I'm like, I ate wild rice and I missed out on the opportunity <laughs> to drive on a bridge. <laughs> I think it all sounds very yeah. fascinating. In fact, here's how fascinating it is. I'm now, here's this part, the part in the podcast where I'm going to tell a story about how I played softball last week. And oh, then good. I promise I have follow-up questions that will lead to you, but I, I have to tell this story first. At my, my new job, there is a a softball, slow pitch softball team that's mm -hmm. like moderately affiliated with my department. I think it used to be more and now people have left. And most of those people who left the department for other places in the company 
still play on this team. So it's like kind of people I know and mostly not. But they were like, hey, you know, this is a men's slow pitch softball team. If anybody, any of you new men want to come mm-hmm. play, you can come play. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'll come play some softball. And then <laughs> I haven't played a softball uh, in any sense since law school softball. So that'd be like 2011, which I don't yeah. know if you've heard seven years ago is quite a long time. I have heard. It's it's hard to believe, but that, that's where we stand. And so I, I showed up and I just didn't fucking know how to play softball anymore. <laughs> This is the God's honest truth. I fell down twice in the first oh. inning of the game. Oh, no. I, I was playing second base and a throw came in and it was like short and off to the side. And I was like, oh, very easy. Me, a normal person who can walk. I'll just take four quick steps over there and uh, pick the ball up. And I went one, two, three. Oh, there was no. the ball on my glove on the ground. Just oh. wiped out. And like literally, like I don't know the people I'm playing with. I'm just on the ground. It's a new job. Oh yeah, brand new. Oh no. Just all, and I looked out, and I clearly have just like busted up my right forearm. Like I shouldn't uh, have busted up his arm. I just like scraped it horribly, and like there's dirt all on. And I'm like, I gotta leave the dirt there because it's covered in blood. Because I just uh, like, like I have like my skin susceptible to cuts. And it's just yeah. like you put it in that dirt, you wipe it in the dirt, you just wipe your arm open. And that's what I had done. And that's literally horrible. the same fucking top of the first inning, we're in the field. I fucking bit it again. Oh, no. And it was not nearly as bad. I just kind of scraped up my knee. And I was, and yeah. then after that, nothing happened for a while. I fucked up a ground ball, but I made a couple okay plays. I'm moderate. Like the team's not very good. It's not that big a deal. It's fine. Yeah, but nobody likes to fall in public. Well, I'm afraid I'm not done with the uh, number of times I (laughs) fell during this game. (laughs) Because in the fourth inning of the game, I get up to bat, and there's like a guy, it's like Gunner's on first and second. I hit a real hard one hopper right at the uh, third baseman, and I'm like, he doesn't feel it cleanly. I'm like, oh shit, here we go. I'm going to go beat this out. I take one step out of the batter's box, and my second step is I'm on my chest. I oh just God. completely bite it. I do not make it past home plate trying to yeah. run to first base. Uh, now, in addition to the terrible scraping up of my right arm, I've now scraped up my left arm and landed on my wrist. I get up yeah. and like I don't even run to first because they've already made the play at first, even <laughs> though the guy didn't feel the ball because I'm laying on my stomach over the plate. If someone had been trying to score, it would have been a problem. I would have had to roll out of the way so they could come step on home plate. Uh, it was truly awful. And don't worry. After I got up and got back to the dugout, I was like, oh, yeah, my knee hurts horribly now. I, yeah. I didn't feel anything at the time. But now I was like, oh, yeah, I'm fucking, what, 33 years old. So, like, stupid things hurt me. And so I fall down in the batter's box and, like, my knee fucking hurts the rest of the day. And don't worry. This was game one of a doubleheader. So I played the second game and I couldn't <laughs> fucking run around the bases. Uh, it was truly awful. I'm moderately humiliated. Uh, uh, I'm going to go play softball again. I hope it goes better. They went very poorly. That's pretty bad. I mean, at what point are you just not even embarrassed and just sort of concerned? (laughs) (laughs) That I'm going to die on the field? (laughs) Just like, maybe there's something like neurological happening with me. I can't walk anymore. (laughs) I I don't know. It it could be that. I I think that's why I need a second. I need a second outing. We played two games, yeah. but clearly I still was the same 
and I mean, I didn't fall down anymore in the second game. But like That's I said, my knee hurt really bad, and I could hardly fucking run around. Yeah, I am recently recovered from a broken foot, and I oh. just uh, all I did was miss a step. I think you just get older, and like it just stops working. That is a, a perfect transition. My next question here was, I wanted to ask the last time you fell down or got a bad scrape or otherwise hurt yourself. I broke my foot. Okay. I, well, I fell down a single step and like landed on my butt when I was 39 weeks pregnant. Oh my God. It was Christmas Eve. We were, um, we didn't travel for the holidays because I was so pregnant. Because of that 39 (laughs) weeks thing. Sure. Yeah. So we were going to go to like a nice dinner because, you know, we're not, we're just by ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, and we used to live in like a neighborhood where you could just easily walk to, restaurants and stuff and so I was like kind of all dressed up for like probably the first time you know ever or like in my pregnancy <laughs> um and I was just coming on the stairs I had like flats on and I just missed a single step and fell and I like knew I wasn't even worried about the baby or anything because I fell on my butt and it didn't hurt that much so you weren't just- having a butt baby no, I wasn't having a butt baby. Like, That's I didn't bump it at all. I was just, like, kind of embarrassed, even though only Michael saw. Um, <laughs> but then, we so we walked to dinner, and we had dinner, and, like, the whole time I was like, ooh, my foot hurts. And then, but, you know, it was, like, a really nice dinner, and I just didn't think anything of it. And then I went to the bathroom at the restaurant, and I was like, oh, my foot really hurts. It must be these shoes. Like, I bet my feet are swollen because I'm pregnant. Um, and then we went back, and... I don't know, like, did whatever. I'm sure I watched TV or something. But my foot just really, really hurt. And at, like, 1 in the morning, I was like, I can't walk. Oh, my God. My had completely, like, blown up. Like, it was, like, super swollen, and I literally couldn't put any weight on it. So Michael was like, um, you know, you're really pregnant. <laughs> we, should, <laughs> we, should go. we should go to the emergency room. So we went to the emergency room on Christmas Eve. Um, and like we just drove there but like there's all the security because it was one in the morning so we like entered the main doors of the hospital and they were like like yelling like labor and delivery labor and delivery and I was like no it's not like it's my (laughs) (laughs) and then like we had to like argue with like the security guard to like let us go to (laughs) to um the ER and not labor and delivery and I was like, I'm definitely not in labor. I promise. Like, I just, you know, I hurt my foot. I can't walk. They like got me a wheelchair, and they finally like escorted us to ER. And what I learned is that if you go to the ER on Christmas, a lot of the nurses and medics are wearing like antlers and Santa hats, and, like just like into the spirit. And literally, they started chanting when I came in on the wheelchair, Christmas baby, Christmas baby. <laughs> they also thought I was in labor. Um, and I had to be like, it's my foot. It's my That's foot. the thing is once they put you in the wheelchair, you only look more like you're here to have a baby. Yeah. And I like, I don't know, it was like a whole to do. They were like so worried about me. There was like a long discussion about like whether or not it was like even ethical to give me crutches because I was like so pregnant, oh <laughs> such a liability. Like so, they had to like call in like multiple second opinions. 
Do we have to like just tie her to a bed until the baby comes out? Well, I ended up getting a knee scooter, but like they did send me home with crutches. Oh, it sucked. And anyway, so yeah, I had a broken foot when I gave birth and for like six weeks after. <laughs> it was horrible. How long was it until you had the baby? That was so that was the 24th, 25th, and I had the baby on January 8th. January 8th. So it was like another almost two weeks. Was that was that just a miserable two weeks? It was horrible. Yeah. I couldn't go upstairs. We like at the time lived in a um, like a lofted apartment, and our bedroom was upstairs. And oh. I couldn't do the stairs. Um, so I like moved to the couch and like took my knee scooter to the bathroom and back to the couch <laughs> and like nothing else. And then like you're supposed to like walk around a lot when you're like about to give birth because you're like it's like allegedly supposed to make you go into labor. Mm-hmm. So, like, at some point, I, like, tried to walk around the block on my knee scooter, like, being, like, so pregnant. <laughs> Everything's and so pitiful. It was so sad. And I swear to God, we were walking up, like, Charles Street in Baltimore, which is a pretty busy street. And there was this homeless guy, like, screaming at people, like, give me money and, like, cursing and yelling at everyone on the street. And he, like, passed me. And he was like, God bless. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you know what i got it better than some people i yeah. take it all back merry christmas everybody yeah so that's the last time i broke a, uh, i fell down and hurt myself i gotta i feel bad complaining i scraped my arm up but it's basically better and i also was not 39 weeks pregnant when i yeah, did it it sucked yeah that but, sounds i mean it was okay i guess <laughs> but i think like um so it added like basically like two weeks of house arrest, which like really sucked. After you have a baby, you like don't really go anywhere. So sure. I was like already cooped up and I didn't even have the baby yet. Um, it's pretty much better now, I think. I'm So is it something that you still, do you see any residual effects or would you say your foot is 100%? No, I don't think it ever will be because I didn't really like follow the directions. Like because they gave me a walking boot. I was supposed to like basically still not walk. For like the six weeks but that was you know impossible trying to have a baby you're trying to like have a yeah. baby in your house not i mean it would have been impossible even if i didn't have a baby like there's just like no way mm-hmm. i would have not walked in six weeks um but it was like especially impossible because i did have a baby so i kind of um just walked on my foot and i think it's just gonna like always be a little bit like weak does it like click or anything cool like that? Can you tell when there's low pressure coming? No, but like if I go for a long walk, I'm like, ooh, I better not put too much weight on that foot. <laughs> if you go for a long walk, your foot is like, hey, don't go for a long walk. <laughs> yeah, like whatever you do, yeah. don't do that. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Getting old sucks. Yeah, it's real bad. Yeah. What doesn't suck is our, our main topic of conversation today. Uh, Margaret, could I ask you why? Why? Why are you on the podcast today? Um, I've asked to be on the podcast. That's true. Because I have a lot, a lot of opinions about sauces. When Margaret uh, and Mike were here in the Twin Cities, they were nice enough to come and visit me, and we hung out for an evening, and it was a good time. And during our conversation, Margaret was expressed interest in being on the podcast, and then she said, "Oh, yeah, one time talked about condiments. That was cool." And then we got to talk. And yeah. then Margaret mentioned she has a lot of hot takes, as it might be, 
on the sauces <laughs> that you can get at Subway. And so we're going <laughs> to dig in. Now, before we get into like the sauces specifically, I want to talk about like your history with Subway. Oh my god! I've kind of divided it up into three spots here. Do you remember like your early days, like your initial thoughts about Subway, how much you liked it, that sort of thing? I've always liked Subway. I have to say, um, but I don't have like I can remember driving there and or being driven there. You know, like my dad's station wagon, but I don't and like it being a treat because we didn't get food out often but it's not like i don't like remember like biting into it <laughs> oh that would be and being like love this <laughs> i do remember there was a subway sub club when i was a kid and you could like get stickers and then get a free sub and that was like really motivating to me <laughs> and i remember when i was like 16 and i was supposed to get an after school job i wanted to apply to work at subway and my dad said i couldn't why would he not let you work at subway <laughs> he didn't he said like no daughter of mine will work at subway <laughs> no, did, no, did you get an after school job i did i worked at kim's chow mein why is that in, better i don't know um <laughs> it was better though in like every possible way that was to this day, the best job I've ever had in my life. I'm shocked. What? What was? Why was working at Kim's Chow Mein good? Because I got free Chinese food every single day after school, and no one, pretty much no one, ever came in there. Um, so I could just like do whatever I wanted. And my boss, the guy who owned the restaurant, was awesome. His name was Stan, and he loved Bruce Springsteen so much. <laughs> and like, like. When Bruce Springsteen came to town, he closed the restaurant for two nights to go to both shows. Um, And yeah, it was just like pretty easy. It was just like owned by a family and I like didn't have to do that much work. And I ate essentially a second dinner every night. That does sound pretty fantastic. Um, I have similar memories when I was little, when I was a kid, we, we would go to Subway very infrequently. And I like it was not like if it wasn't like a drive through thing. So you couldn't no. just say, oh, we're going to grab something, go through this. So you'd never do it for that. So like for my family, it would be like, oh, we're going to go to uh, Applebee's. And I'd be like, no, mm-hmm. instead, let's go to Subway. And this was not a popular opinion. Nobody's like, you know, what's ju- this, just the same as Applebee's cold cuts. Let's see how yeah. many cold cuts we can all get here. Ew. Yeah. And so we, I didn't go there often, but I always loved it. I remember thinking the way it smelled, which I'm sure was just the, the baked bread. Uh-huh. I always loved. I thought it smelled like such a cool place. The one. Oh, there's a fun point. We'll edit back out. Oh. Hang on one second. <laughs> that was exciting. Apologies. Um, Wait, did you get in a car? Uh, here's the thing we won't talk. I, I actually mentioned last time I am sitting in a car right now. <laughs> it's just turned. <laughs> and so something happened and my dome light went off oh. and then I had to open the door to get it to come back on. And then, but the Bluetooth somehow decided that was, it's time to shine, connect to my phone and start playing a song. Oh, Wow. 
Well, um, I'm really proud of myself for recognizing car sounds, even though probably most people could do that. You were like audio Sherlock. That was right on yeah. point. I think you did a I good job. I just like, can I tell, never mind. Can I tell No, what do you got? Go for it. It's totally unrelated to something that happened this summer. Let's hear it. Let's go. Okay. Because I feel like I keep like referring to it in my, kind of in my head when I say something really obvious. Um, so I was in New York this summer visiting my friend Margo and we were at a bar like I guess it's not that important that it was New York except like there were like New York people there so they were kind of annoying um and this lady had two dogs inside the bar it was an inside bar and like a little cloth laid out for them and there were two little dogs and she was with a group of friends and one of the dogs had three legs and this guy came up to her, like not in her friend group, and was like, I knew that dog had three legs the minute I saw it. And then he went on to, <laughs> to like talk about how he used to have a three legged dog. And like, so it's all about the way the dog walks. And, like, and I was just like sitting there, like, well, I also knew that dog had three legs the minute I saw it. <laughs> Because I looked at it. I didn't even have to know another three-legged dog. You actually took one step shorter than he had, yeah. Yeah. More impressive. I didn't even have to, like, go back in my memory and remember other three-legged dogs I've met. I just knew. You only had to connect two dots. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of like me. (laughs) I knew that was a car sound. It it seems like this is just a regular occurrence for you. Yeah. Um, the, the downside is that was a good enough story. I think all this is going to get left in, and now everybody's going to hear me have to f- <laughs> fuck up my car. I don't have any idea how I connect otherwise. Anyway, who cares? Yeah. I don't we, know we, that many people will make it this far. Uh, excellent point. No one's listening. <laughs> the, so we, t- we talked about our beginnings with uh, Subway. When do you think your peak Subway consumption was? Oh, it was definitely last year because our building had a Subway in it. Your building had a like So the building where you lived? Yeah, like there was like the entryway to the apartment, like the lobby, and then the door like directly next to that was a subway. Oh, that's amazing. And you could smell it. In the- we only lived on the second floor, and our elevators were often broken, so I would often take the stairs, and you could smell it in the stairwell. Did you did you ever grow tired of it? Did you ever come to hate the smell? Um, No, because I pretty much got pregnant like immediate, like <laughs> three months after moving. So it was just value yeah. added at every stage. Yeah, it was, it was just a... like, ooh, I could go for a sub. Like, you know what? We should try to pay more rent because this place is so great. Yeah. No, I didn't get tired of it. And I can only eat like three things there. But no, I never got tired of it. I also like grossly when I was pregnant, I just like kept craving the broccoli cheddar soup from Subway. That sounds truly vile. Is that any it's good at so... all? Um, it, I thought it was at the time. <laughs> It's like equivalent to a can of, you know, like Campbell's broccoli cheddar soup, but it it's from Subway and they like look at you like really yeah. when you order it. <laughs> like you want the soup? It's like I made that with the intention of pouring it down the sink. I guess we can give it to you instead. Yeah, it's just like creamy and cheesy, but yeah. That that's an impressive peak. It sounds like you were hitting it a lot. I've never lived in a building with the subway. I definitely, when I was an undergrad, lived in a dorm that was very close to one. So it was a, a very regular thing. I'm sure there's been times in my life where I was 
regularly having Subway four times a week. That time is a long time past for me, though. Well, it was also like long advertised as like the healthy fast food. Yeah, it is a big scam because they serve you a loaf of bread with every meal. And you, you, right. you shouldn't eat a loaf of bread <laughs> if you want to be. I mean, you can eat a loaf of bread if you just want to eat a loaf of bread. But if you want to yeah. say, here's my healthy meal, I'll limit myself to one loaf of bread. It will right. probably not be like you keeping the calories or the carbs down. I remember at some time learning, like someone told me that Steven Spielberg was on the Jared diet. <laughs> and I remember being like, like, not that I was on a diet or anything, but I was like, Spielberg's on this. <laughs> like, I want some Subway. Huh. He's pretty skinny. I, I, I mean, maybe you could do you could do worse. I wonder who started that rumor. It's probably that Jared fucker. That guy turned out to be a yeah, creep. Huh? We shouldn't talk about it. And him. it's so weird because he always seemed like such a cool guy before that. <laughs> yeah. Everybody was always saying things like, what a trustworthy young man. I, I, I honestly would let yeah. Jared be my children's babysitter because oh I know God. he's very good and cool. And like not weird at all. He's not weird. He's just, he's the most normal, cool guy. Yeah. Okay, let's dig in. Margaret, I, I I hear you have some sort of, like, we, I think we're both, we may not have exactly the same list. I pulled a list off of the Subway website of sauces that they have. Okay. I just Googled Subway sauces, and the very first thing that came up is from blog.ketchupwith2peas.in. <laughs> <laughs> no everything Subway sauces. And it's like... So it's from India and it's really good. I should send you, uh, in fact, I will send you the link to this blog. It got a little less funny when I realized it was like an English as a second language thing, but still pretty funny. This reminds uh, me, I'm going to, I'm going to cut in and tell you an interesting semi-related story. One time uh, I've gotten a lot of, well, in general, I've gotten a lot of bad haircuts in my life. And one time I thought I'm going to, I don't know anything about getting my hair cut. Because when I was growing up, yeah. my aunt always just cut my hair because she was like a hairstylist person. And so she was just like, oh, give Johnny the haircut Johnny likes. And I'd get it and I'm fucking happy with that. Then I got off into the world and I go get my haircut. I'm like, man, this sucks. I thought, I'm going to Google it and find some tips on like how to describe I want my haircut. And I found this great website and it was going into all this detail about what this is called. I was like, man. I didn't know any of this. I can give everybody the instructions. And eventually I realized this was a website directed at uh, transgender female to male people. Oh, because that's, that's the level I am apparently on is people who have been a man for 10 minutes and like, they just, (laughs) they they don't know. And I don't, I guess we, that's something we have in common. We both don't know how to say, give me the haircut that makes me look like what I want to look like. Yeah, I don't know how to do that either. I get the same haircut I dislike pretty much every time I go. That still um, describes me to I get mad. Yeah. Because um, ladies' haircuts are really expensive. Yeah, that's the thing. Is I just go to fucking Great Clips and I'm like, oh, I'm a big spender. I'll throw a $4 tip down on this $16 haircut and get out of here at 20 bucks. I go, a woman yeah. goes, it takes like two fucking hours. And it's, it's like, like 50 oh, bucks minimum. Yeah. Minimum. Um, before tip. Yeah, it's awful. And get it done so infrequently most of the time. So if it doesn't go great, you're just stuck with that forever. Whereas 
I fucking honestly should get my hair cut every two and a half weeks. I look like a dumbass. Yeah, that's true. I have thought about that when I get angry about the cost of women's haircuts. It's like, well, most men keep their hair short and have to go more often. I have been trying to talk uh, Gina into cutting my hair. And man, is she not receptive to that. Uh, yeah, I think you're too old and like too much of a lawyer. It, it, it's so trashy. I, like honestly, I think it'd be okay if not for that. T- the one time on Thirty Rock, Dennis Duffy mentioned cutting his own hair, and it's just like, man, that's who I'm trying to be here. That's not good for my. Yeah, that's not my brand. I'm a little too much yeah. like Dennis Duffy anyway, without cutting my own hair. Definitely, like uh, we- top. I don't know, two on that show. So that's fine. We do agree, he and I, that technology is cyclical. So at least there's that. Yeah. <laughs> He's the best. I'm fine with that. <laughs> uh, okay. So either way, <laughs> you have, yeah. I believe you said your sauce list came from jaredfogel.com. Is that correct? <laughs> nope. Blog.ketchup.in. And how many twos are in when ketchup? You click on it. Too. And when you click on it, it says Subway Sauces. Here's what you need to know before you go for your next sub. <laughs> Don't even think about going to Subway if you can't name every sauce on the menu before you get there. Because they won't tell you. Every sauce, is, there's no such thing as the secret sauce. They're all secret sauces. <laughs> Can I just read the first line of the description Let's of mayonnaise? <laughs> Number one, mayonnaise. A classic Subway sauce. Mayonnaise might be up on the calorie quotient, but it certainly does wonders to the taste. I love this website so much. You gotta go to it. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna read everything, but it's. I had a really good... And they're also like, all these pictures he like clearly pulled off, like, they're like professional photos that he pulled off the internet, but then the Chipotle Southwest photo looks like he took it himself on his cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um, I don't want to spill anything, but I love Chipotle Southwest, but I think it's disgusting also. And this picture really just like describes it so well. Let's see. How, how do we want to get into this? Do, like I have, I have picked out, a top three subway sauces. Okay, maybe I need to pull up a real list. You out? You went to subway.com. I will say that the subway website, as an alternative, if you don't want to use the uh, that website that you found, which is very good, another option that is different and might be better in some ways is subway.com. That's Subway's website. Uh huh. And then is it menu nutrition? Uh, something like that. I don't remember where I found it, but eventually you'll you'll be like, here are the breads we have, here are the meats we have, and then all at right. the bottom it's like, here's how to finish your sandwich. Okay. Well, first of all, on Subway.com, they don't call them sauces; they call them the delicious finish. Are you on Subway.com, or did you find your way yes. back to JaredFogel.com? Because that sounds <laughs> very suspicious. Slash menu nutrition, slash menu, slash breads and toppings. And then if you scroll down, it says the delicious finish. And then it tells you what the sauces are. Yeah, I heard delicious finish gets you 10 to 20 in federal prison. You better watch yourself. <laughs> okay, so it looks like they've got their like heavy hitters, flavorful, fat-free sauces. And then there's some that like might be there. That's exactly the list I've got here, yep. Okay. So that's what I'm I haven't working actually with. looked at this. I'll give you, I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll, kill, I'll talk for a second. I know I didn't divide. I will say, look, let's start by looking at those some locations only. I'm curious as to yeah. how many of these you recognize as regular uh, Subway sauces. Really all but the tzatziki. 
I've never seen that at a subway. I've never seen that. I've also what is golden Italian? You know what? I've never seen that. that I've seen Italian. Green Italian. I've seen and thought looked gross. Yeah. I've certainly never had it. I've I have no idea what the golden Italian is. I think what would that be? Just regular Italian? I feel like I don't want to generalize and I'm definitely a subway customer, but it seems like maybe like like the people who go to Subway a lot might think creamy Italian is Italian. I think I think you're onto something there. I it, and it's golden Italian might just be like without whatever they add, like mayo added. It, it could, yeah. I guess that makes sense. I don't hate that. Okay, one thing I just occurred to me. I think we should dig into in a little bit here. So you said you mentioned before you kind of hinted at this. Uh, you said you can only eat like three things at Subway because you don't eat meat, correct? No, I don't. But I I do eat some seafood, so I can okay. get the tuna. Um, so I think that like I I I don't have the track record you do, but I have also been off the 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 meat for a little bit here. Oh yeah. And so like my last several subway trips have all been meat free, which I think makes us only better sauce consumers, because the sauce exactly. is going to be so key to our subway experience. Not, I gotta say, not that the meat was ever like the high point anyway. That key, yeah. yeah. But now I, I think we're really gonna be leaning on the sauce. We need the sauce to work if we're, if we're gonna have a good time there. Before we yeah. dig into any, I wanna do say first, have you ever had the barbecue sauce at Subway? I have. What do you think of that? It's really good. It's, you think it's good? <laughs> well, it's been so long since I've like, eaten real meat then like one of the very few things i actually miss is barbecue sauce um but i don't eat that much fake meat either so i just don't eat it very often so i will say i i don't eat any meat i don't miss barbecue sauce at all because i consume barbecue sauce i go someplace and i order a cheese pizza back in my head i'm like all those crusts are going oh yeah I'm finding stuff like that because I love barbecue sauce. I want it. I will say, I think that the Subway barbecue sauce is whack. I don't like it. I think it's very typical. I think, did you, were you ever a person who was really into McDonald's barbecue sauce? Um, I like Burger King's barbecue sauce better. But oh, I, yeah. I'll agree with that for sure. Yeah. I recently stole like a bunch of Burger King. Well, I didn't steal them. They were out for <laughs> the taking. But at, I don't the, think those were for vegetarians. I'd be shocked if that's the rest, what, that was At there. this like rest stop in New Jersey that I went to, there were like so many like sauces just out for the taking, and usually you have to ask for them. So I like anticipated future fast food trips and like <laughs> took a bunch of barbecue sauce so that I could dip fries in them later. Um, the Burger King barbecue sauce is really thick, and I appreciate it. Very good. You know what, I'm, you're I'm right. Down. The Subway barbecue sauce does suck. It's just that, like, I don't eat a lot of barbecue sauce, so it still hits the spot. That That's where it stands for me. It is still barbecue sauce. And yeah. I, I so, it, it like, the, the floor is low. Yeah. But, wait, no, the floor is high. Uh, but <laughs> the, uh, uh, in general, the fast food barbecue sauce is usually not good. It's usually just sweet. There's not a lot of smoke or heat or anything else yeah. to it. I think that's what this falls into as well. Um, Margaret, let's hear uh, one of your, what, let's, let's hear about a, a sauce that you really like. I'm just going to go right into Chipotle Southwest. 
That sounds like the one you've been excited to talk about. What do you like about that so much? I love it so much. It's I because I don't think I can name another like restaurant or fast casual eatery where I can get this food. It's like I don't know, it's just it's the exact kind of like disgusting that I like. Like it's not that disgusting, but it's like kind of creamsicle colored and it's probably just mayo and like <laughs> something orange mixed in. And but it's not like thick like mayo, it's like pretty runny. Um, and it can complement uh, both a tuna sub and a veggie sub. That on a tuna sub sounds pretty good. It's so good on a tuna. That would be like, in this scenario, I would toast my tuna. I don't always toast my tuna. But if I was going to get Chipotle Southwest, I'd toast it. I, I, I generally, like, I, like this is going to be a discrepancy for us. I put an asterisk next to what I decided I'm going to shout out as my my three favorite here. I do uh-huh. not have an asterisk next to Chipotle Southwest. Well, that's okay. It's fine. I like the idea of it on the tuna. In general, I find the consistency weird, and it doesn't hit hard enough with the flavor for me. They had like their big rollout where they added a bunch of sauces, and I think that was supposed to be on some sort of steak sub way back when. Uh... And I think that's like always turned me against it, because I've never been... I'm not really like I'll go get like like when I eat meat I go get like an Italian beef and it'd be great but that seems like a different thing if I'm going to like a sub place the steak is always so subpar I never want to eat it yeah I don't that. think I would order even if I did eat meat I don't think I would order steak at some point and I like that it reminds me of Chipotle like <laughs> it seems like a little naughty that they're using the word Chipotle <laughs> I, I yeah I, I think that's strong I, I think they're really sticking it to the uh, the Chipotle man there yeah. Let's hear, let's just, I, I, I don't want to stomp on any of your stuff. Let's hear about another one of your favorites. Okay. To be honest, I didn't actually prepare for this at all. Um, so I'm just like, no, totally. I mean, I, I literally, this was in the five minutes before we started. I wrote down this list and then after I wrote it down, I thought these are the ones I will say are my favorites. Other looking at it now, I'm very comfortable. Yeah. But I don't have that many exciting things to say. I mean, I feel like I want to talk about the like unique to Subway ones that I go for, so I'm going to say Sweet Onion. A sweet Onion would be my number one overall. I think Sweet Onion is delicious. I don't like the effect onions have on the breath. And I feel like this is a way to like trick myself into thinking I'm getting onion without having such stinky breath. This has been like one of my big revelations of not eating meat. Is that like I'd go and I'd get that sweet onion sauce and just get it on a veggie delight at Subway. And man, are you not missing anything? That chicken is nothing that they were, I was eating before. Yeah, it looks like cardboard. Who cares at all? All you want is this awesome sauce. And yeah. now the sauce density in your sandwich has gone up because there's less, you know, filler chicken thinning it out that doesn't taste like anything. That's your true. sandwich, but it's a great sauce. I love that it looks like it has like a bunch of like big pepper flakes in it, but there's nothing, no semblance of heat with whatever. Those have to just, I mean, those must be like paint chips or something. I don't yeah. know what they're going for there. It's a weird looking sauce, but it's so delicious. I, I really like it. It is, has long been my, like before I was like my, my, hadn't been to Subway in a while. I'd go back, sweet onion chicken teriyaki. That's what I want. And now I just want a bunch of spinach and red onions and banana peppers and that stuff and then that sweet onion sauce over the top i'm gonna have a oh, great time banana peppers forever 
Yeah, that's, um, that's the best. It's really what makes or breaks a sandwich. When they don't have banana peppers, it's like, why am I here? They're so good. I have a question. Yep. Do you combine sauces? I will... This is, I mean, I'm going to just spoil the rest of my thing here. I will own something like that sweet onion. That's got to be pure. I want it straight. I can't mess with it. I will almost always, though, I, I, I like the mayo at Subway, and I will usually combine it with something else. Well, I just want to empower you to combine that with sweet onion. Really? You can do it. I mean, I guess that does make sense, because <laughs> I just said sweet onion was my favorite. And my second yeah. favorite is combined mayo with another sauce. <laughs> so what if I took the next step? Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, I think this might be my lunch tomorrow. I, 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 you're yeah. gonna, I know. I've just been thinking this whole time. Like, I could really go for a subway. I will say the mayo with the sweet onion sounds terrible. Oh, it's good. Is it really? Yeah, it really is. But I guess the problem that I'm having is I don't know how to express these things. Like, I don't know how to go into depth with why I have these opinions. So I just want to say, like, yes, and then move on. Well, I no, I, I think that that's fair. And I will also say, I, I, I think that, like, I, I talk shit about the barbecue. I think the Italian there sucks. I think they have the worst, weirdest sriracha I've ever seen. I don't like I'm that. in a pinch, put it on, like, if I really want, like, something, because I love sriracha so much, and I just, like, got to get a hit. I have put it on a sandwich, but it's really not up to par. I love sriracha a lot. I, I, I just can't have it. I can't do it. I think I also, like, I am a shameless, terrible Midwestern man. I love my ranch. I don't need the Subway ranch at all. But, like, as far as, like, big common things that you can get wherever, I think their mayo is great. Um, yeah, it is. Ranch doesn't make sense to me on a sandwich. I, I've had... I ranch I just, is, like, something you dip an item into. I guess that's true. Thinking about it, I really can't think of, like... I've had, like, a chicken bacon ranch thing at Subway or otherwise, and it never really works. Yeah, it, I want to dip in a ranch. I don't want to pour... Yeah, but I, I do in my head. It's like, oh, it just was the wrong ranch. But I guess if I've never had it right, yeah, that would be telling. I like I like that that Subway mayo though. I think it, it it's soft. It's nice. It's good, and it combines especially well with my my third remaining uh, top sauce. I think that Subway honey mustard is really good. Oh, totally. I would not put it. I wouldn't put a top three, but it's really good. I really like it, and I'm always surprised at how much like tang it has to it. A lot of times you'll yeah. get a honey mustard that's kind of like the barbecue sauce we've been discussing, where it's it's just the sweetness, there's nothing else there. I think that Subway honey mustard holds up. I also say I like, I think Subway, the regular mustard, is good. I, I mean, I really like mustard. So I, I really like it's... mustard, too. I like brown mustard. I like honey mustard. Yeah, exactly. I like I, yellow mustard. Do they have a brown mustard at Subway? No. I just, I'm they trying don't. to think of it, and I can't picture it. And I'm not seeing it on this board here I've got either. So I ended up getting honey mustard for the first time after asking for brown mustard. And, like, the sandwich artist was like, we have honey mustard and mustard. This is browner uh, than the yellow mustard. Do you want that? Yeah. So I that's, like, how I got it. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, Mustard's great. Yeah, mus um, mustard is very strong. 
Yeah. Michael is like, he's always just like, just get oil and vinegar. And sometimes I let him do that for me. Like, sometimes I like give him control of what's going to happen on my tuna. And he always gets just oil and vinegar. And I have to say it is pretty good. But when I'm there, it just, I, it doesn't feel like an exciting enough sauce choice. So I like basically would never order that myself. First, I wish I felt like I could do like a proper Mike Cooper impression because I can totally in my head here, just get oil and vinegar. What do you, I mean, I could, that sounds like the most him thing I could ever hear. Yeah. Yeah. Now to me though, I, I don't even know if I, I, I they're clearly they are here on this list. There's an oil listing. There's a vinegar listing to me though. You know how, when you go to Subway, they have those shakers and there's like salt and pepper and oregano and all that stuff. Yeah. That's what oil and vinegar is. It's just the liquid shaker. And yeah, like, maybe I'll get that, but if I get, I still, like, I don't know if I'd throw my sweet, honestly, oil and vinegar and sweet onion sounds okay. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know if I'd throw it on there with my honey mustard. I think we might get some weird combinations. Yeah. But like, mm-hmm. I, I, I just, I don't think it's enough. I like oil and vinegar together. They're great, but I, I don't think I'd go and do that and say I was satisfied with my uh, my sauce experience which as we discussed is basically your subway experience at this point it really is i mean you can get like the um veggie patty to like and that'll like kind of get you back into something approximating a meat a meaty sub experience do you like the veggie patty i've not had the nerve to try it i like it in a blue moon um it's like no better or worse than any other veggie patty Mm -hmm. in the world but like Subway, I don't need it at Subway. So I, I haven't like eaten meat since 1995. Oh, wow. There you go. That's so, impressive. thanks. Um, but I do eat fish. Um, so like sometimes when I go to a fast food place, I'm like sad because I either have to get a fish sandwich or like nothing mm-hmm. or just like a bunch of sides. So when like Burger King introduced a veggie burger, that was like really exciting. Cause I could just kind of feel normal, like, even though it's like definitely not a normal thing to order at Burger King and they always have to like unthaw it. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. It like, it seemed like really cool, but at Subway, it's like, I don't even need this. I can just make a veggie sub. It'll be really good. Um, Cause like in my mind, like the cheese is the meat. Yeah. Cheese is an excellent meat. It really is. Um, are there any other sauces you'd like to discuss? Um, well, not really. I guess I haven't had the buffalo. Have you? Nope. Well, I really want to have the buffalo. How should I do this as a pescatarian? I, I'm, I'm not. Is, is the buffalo on the tuna the worst idea? I was thinking that might be the way to go. I don't think I've ever noticed it being offered. I'm going to have to check my local subway. I feel yeah, I feel like the, the buffalo on the spinach and the veggies is not going to work. Yeah. I can see the tuna just being creamy enough that it just kind of all becomes a thing and it's fine. And then I just basically get like lettuce and I mean, obviously banana peppers. <laughs> That's going to be the main thing you're going to want. Um <sighs> I'm never going to do this. It's too risky. It, it's, a, it's a big swing. And I feel like it's <laughs> all this stuff. Like if you fuck it up, Meg, you just don't have a thing you can eat anymore. 
Yeah, a subway sandwich can really go wrong. It, it, it's like you're just gonna have to like hold your head, hang your head in shame, and walk back up and like, can I try again? Yeah. You, you want to sell me a sandwich? Like, I want to eat this time. It's not worth the risk. You're right. Yeah. Oh, I've just like noticed an uptick in like people selling fried cauliflower recently, and that's how I'm getting my buffalo sauce fixed. Uh, I, 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 uh, in all honesty, uh, I believe the. Two podcasts ago, there was a, a a brief segment on how much I enjoyed uh, fried cauliflower as vegetarian buffalo wings. It's, it's just the best. So good. It's even even noted of uh, fan and of uh, buffalo wings and person from Western New York, Bill Kalish has acknowledged how much he thoroughly enjoys uh, vegetarian well, buffalo. He's wings a really open minded guy. I feel like. I can see him enjoying that and, you know, appreciating it. He truly is. Uh, Margaret, I think that is the end of our discussion. I have nothing else on the sheet here. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Oh, my God, to plug? Oh, I should have expected this. Well, I guess I would just like to say that Subway is a really You're going to give your plug to Subway? Do you think Subway is in danger and they need your plug? No, it's the largest fast food chain in the world, more than McDonald's. And I'd also like to plug um, Apple www.blog.ketchupwith2peas.in backslash know everything Subway sauces. If you, too, want to know about sauces before you go to Subway and somehow you skip the last half hour of this podcast <laughs> as though you learned nothing, I like to think if the very least we, you don't need to go to a website to learn about what <laughs> sauces they have at Subway now. If you've gotten you anything out of this. I'm going to plug my own website, even though I haven't updated it in years, just because I'm really, really excited about my new domain name. Exciting. What do you got? www.margaretrogers.horse. <laughs> you can buy a dot horse. They're really affordable, and I recommend that you do. I will look so, into this right away. If you want to see a super old, unupdated artist website for me, it's no longer at .net. It's now at dot horse. I, I believe we will all take advantage of all of your, pl- all of your plugs, but mostly... We're going to go to this website and we're all going to buy dot horses. It's so affordable and so amazing. Like, I wish I had known about this years ago because it's been a real annoyance to me that I can't get a dot com because my name is so common. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I just known I could get a dot horse, that's what I would have done. Well, soon uh, it will be the near future and we will all have dot horses. Margaret, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. I hope it was okay. I had a great time. Yeah, me too. All right, well, I'm going to go eat some Subway. Let's all go eat some Subway. Best wishes in the interview.